Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 87. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. All right, friends, I'm here today with Cami Gildner, and this was a really fun, very connection-driven conversation. And I know that's because we both believe building a brand from the inside out is the way to move going forward. She's big on community, storytelling, and I can't wait for you to hear more about her. Cami Gildner believes women's voices matter. She's a connector, a storyteller, and a business coach for women. She weaves soulful inspiration into mindful business strategies, helping her clients up-level their businesses. With decades of leadership, marketing, strategic planning, and business growth expertise, Cami guides her clients to master their marketing, money, and mindset. She's the founder of Extraordinary Women's Radio, a podcast featuring wildly successful women making an impact on the world. On to our interview with Cami. All right. Well, Cami, thank you so much for coming on to the Know, Like, and Trust show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Brittany. It's, it's such an honor. I'm really excited to have you on here because of a few things that we discussed prior to recording. And one of them is just your take on the no like and trust factor. So why don't you give us your take on that and then we'll move from there. Well, first of all, it's so important. And I love that you name your podcast this because I think at the end of the day, for us as entrepreneurs, showing up and creating that kind of community that has, and I say no love and trust factor. And so it's that building that love and letting people fall in love with the work that we do and how we show up in the world and building community that is really connected in that way. That's what jazzes me. I love community. Community right now is such an interesting take because we're in the midst of, you know, stay home, stay safe, quarantine, whatever you want to talk about. And I think a lot of people's idea of what their community around them meant a few months ago is starting to shift. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's so important in the midst of everything that, you know, in this space that we're in today to really show up for our community, to be there for our communities. And I think, I think back to starting my own community. So I have a community called Extraordinary Women Connect. And it was actually started on the foundation of, I wanted to connect great women to great women. I kept meeting these amazing women and I meet somebody and I'd go, you know what, you really need to know this person. And so I was doing that kind of an introduction all the time. It's like, let me, I was introducing great women to great women. And at some point I was like, okay, wait a minute, there's something here with this, right? There's community around being able to connect people and being able to be there. So a long time ago, I started, the, you know, this building my community. But right now I can tell you that I have never been more grateful for this tribe of people that I have built together, you know, that we've, we've built together, all of us, you know, it's like, once you start sharing your community and they start sharing your community and inviting their people into it, and it just becomes such a, an amazing organic space to show up for one another in the midst of all this craziness that's going on. And that's where, when we can step back and really pay attention to how, you know, the value that each person is bringing to community. I mean, it's like a community is, is made up of a lot of people bringing their gifts to the room, right? And if you can let each person bring and show up in their best light, it's really powerful what we can create together. I love that. 
I'm just guessing here, but I feel like what you were going to start moving into saying is something along the lines of this thing that we're going through is actually breaking down certain walls and barriers that may have been there, even if they were inadvertently there in the past, and allowing people to, one, show a different level of vulnerability, and two, a different level of care. Yes, yes, on all of that, right? I mean, I I love how you put that. And I think that when each person, and I'll give you an example of this. So I have a mastermind group. We set up a Marco Polo room for the mastermind group for this time. You know, they've got a Facebook group. There's all kinds of ways that they can be connected and joining together. But I felt like there was a a bigger need, right? There was this bigger need through this time to be really real and vulnerable and to be wherever they are on any given day, right? I mean, because all of us are, you know, I think the energies of our world are impacting every person different. Every person's home situation is different. I mean, you and I were just chatting about this. It's like, you know, you've got little ones at home. I don't have little ones at home. I have clients who, you know, live by themselves. So everybody has different perspectives that we're going through at this time. But starting that Marco Polo room where somebody could show up and just be vulnerable in the moment that, you know, they were feeling like they needed, you know, to just have a place to vent. And then another person can show up and the inspiration that they had of that day. And so what happened from that, that community was they started really supporting one another in such beautiful, rich, organic and vulnerable ways, right? But what what also became from that was they started lifting each other up and so that they could really step up and go serve their communities in a way that, you know, their gifts were really meant to be mattering. There was people out there that really needed their gifts right now, but you can't show up that unless you're taking care of you first. Of course. Yeah. There's so much that's changed and that takes a toll on us personally. It does, right? I mean, I I can think of just days, some days like through the, you know, I think I was counting, we're almost at seven weeks that we've been home quarantined here. There's some days where I just wanted to lay down and watch HGTV, right? Oh, (laughs) yes. And then there was other days that I wake up at 530 in the morning, and I was just raring to go. And I so being able to just tune into where our bodies are in any given moment, because I think this the craziness of the energy is in our world makes us and we, we have to pay attention to what's there. We can't just push through it. So when you're talking about creating a community, and I'm going back here just a little bit, but creating a community because you would meet someone and say, oh, you should really know this person. How does creating a community with that at the basis differ from any other you know run-of-the-mill Facebook group that's out there? You know, so this originally started very locally for me, right? So I, I'm in Denver, and it very much started here in Denver. And I started hosting events called Extraordinary Women Connect and, you know, making the space for women to be connecting with one another. And that was many years ago. What's happened? So, you know, so there was a space where we were connecting in live events and then, you know, creating the online group and communities from that perspective. And at that point, I was also speaking at different places around the country. And so my community was growing as I was stepping out into different spaces So creating this online community that is grounded in, let me share this introduction to that person, was a really organic way to just treat a community of people where it was never about, you know, and and I think, you know, you see a lot of this, and as, as a marketer, you will totally get this. 
there's a lot of marketing that's out there that it's all about the push, the sell, the, you know, a, a very salesy, pitchy type approach, right? And I have never been that way, right? It's that's just something that is not in my DNA. I have a great business. I don't think you have to go there to be a great business and a successful business. And so I was really protective of the way extraordinary women connect. What it stood for was about connecting. It was about connections. It was about uplifting people. It was about uplifting voices. And to look at it from that perspective versus, okay, this is going to be a platform that I'm just going to sell, sell, sell from. And I think you build a different type of community when you approach it that way. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of John C. Maxwell. And I love the story that he tells almost every time he speaks, that whenever he meets a new person, one of the questions he asks that person is, who do you know that I should know? And that's one of the reasons why he's so well connected. And I love the way he phrases it, because it's it's very upfront about saying, yes, there's something in it for me, but also you're the one with the connection. You're the one in control here. Right. And it's collaboration, right? I mean, there's it's becomes a collaborative approach to showing up for one another versus, you know, and, and, and you can look at it from a masculine, feminine energy, not person type approach. I mean, you can look at it, is this a, as a pushing thing or is this an, an opening and expansive place? And to me, when you're really taking care of community, you're in this expansive place for all of the community. Absolutely. And I love, and again, I'm probably leading you a little bit here, but I love that what you're saying is, you know, it comes across as an open thing rather than a push thing, because I find myself gravitating more and more, especially this year, towards leaders who have taken the best aspects of the quote unquote bro marketing tactics out there, <laughs> softened them up so that they're not so skeezy and not so like ram it down your throat feeling. And, yes. and they're using the the good parts of those tactics to create, you know, good funnels out there and create systems that support their business growth, but for the right reasons and not just to wring every penny out of whatever prospect happens into their world. Oh, so agree with that. And in fact, I like to talk about some of the rules of marketing to break, right? And that, and that's that's one of them. It's, 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 let's kind of step out of the formulas, the drive, the hustle, the push, and let's step into really being in a much more client attractive, um, community attracting, attracting space and a collaborative space. And there's just different energies in that. And I am a classically trained marketing person, right? I, I, was, a, I was a VP of marketing and branding for many, many years in the corporate world. And, you know, it's like I always tell my clients, we're going to throw out there's no such thing as competition, right? Because the competitive approach to business that's that drive. That's the push. And if you are building your brand from the inside out, you're building a brand that only you can own. And if you learn to build a brand from that inside out and create this, this brand that is uniquely yours, you're going to attract the right people into your business that's aligned with you, right? That, that has, and, and so that just changes and it put, turns, puts marketing on its head from what's traditionally taught and, you know, as a former marketer in, in the corporate world, I would have never said that there's no such thing as competition. But I say it all the time now because there's nobody out there doing your work just like you do. 
no matter what. I mean, you can take somebody who's got the exact same skill set, maybe even went to the same school as you, and they open up shop 10 minutes down the road, and they're still not your competition because you guys both carry a different set of values, a different personality, a different energy to the table, and all of that creates a completely unique business. Right. Absolutely. So when you talk about building a brand from the inside out, I know that you're a fan of using storytelling and building the engaged community, but where, where do you begin in that process? Because a lot of people out there talk about using your story to attract or using your story to sell, but they don't really tell how. Right. Just to kind of give you a little glimpse into how my work evolved over the years, I left the corporate world probably 12 years ago started my business 11 years ago. And as I first started my business, I was working with a lot of executive women who were really wanting to take this leap into something new, their next chapter, right? And so I was taking them on a journey very similar to what mine had been. And we were doing a lot of deep inner work around, you know, what are your strengths? What are the stories that have shaped you to who you are today? What what delights you? What sets you on fire? What are your passions? What are your values? So all of that kind of work that I would take people through into who are you at your very essence, at your very core, was life transformational, right? I mean, people would start seeing things in a different way. And what would happen was all my clients started leaving the corporate world and stepping into starting their own business. So this was years ago. And I was like, well, wait a minute, I can help them really start this business. But I didn't want them to lose that core of who they, you know, all that work that that inner work that they had done around their passions, their values, and who they are at their very essence in building their brand. So it was like, I didn't want them just to go out to, you know, and create a traditional brand development process and and miss this piece that all, out of all that golden work that they had done. So when I started helping my clients build their brand from the inside out, I brought all of that, that core work of building your brand from your very essence of who you are, your strengths, your passions, your values, the stories that shaped you, and, and really letting that step into who are you at your very essence, but how does that tie into your brand? And that's how you how I help my clients build their brand from the inside out. Love that. It goes very well along the lines of what I do in my private one-on-one work with clients as well. So obviously, we're speaking the same language here. Yes, right. And I love it because it's like, if we can help people really step into brands like that, I mean, I'm sure you're, you experience that when you help your clients step into brands like that, it becomes one, it's that brand that only they can own. It becomes along the lines of keeping them into their purpose and to why they're here on this earth. And I think that's part of, you know, my passion is working with women to step into that work that they're meant to make a difference with, you know, that very purpose of their work. And that keeps them in alignment with that. And I like that too, because no matter what work you're doing, Obviously, there are going to be rough days. It might be you know, your personal life bleeding into your work. It might be a client that seemed great, it's kind of turned difficult. You, whatever the situation, there's going to be rough days. And when it's a business that's aligned with the core of who you are, with that essential trait within you, it's easier to manage those difficult situations when you know that the rest of it is right on keel. Oh, Brittany, that is so true. Because I always say being an entrepreneur is so messy, right? I mean, there are days that are just (laughs) going to be, it's just going to be messy. And if you have that foundation, it helps you stay the course. So what is your favorite thing about working with a client through this process and bringing that, that brand to them, even though they already had it? 
like you said, it's from the inside out. But what's your favorite point in that process? You know what I'm just loving right now is when they start to really step into their stories. And for, I'm doing some speaker training with with my mastermind clients now, which is just that's a new component in my business right now is bringing some speaker training into it. Because I mean, when we're raising up our voices and being seen and being heard, finding that story that really defines how you serve, how you show up, and you're being vulnerable in that story. And I start to see them step into that story. That to me is the most rewarding thing because it's so expansive. When, you know, they, they've been they've been doing all the hard work to get their brand built, to get you know, all the pieces there to start talking about how they serve their clients. But when they start to step up into their story and really share who they are with the world, you know, I always have always asked the question, if the whole world can hear one message from you, what would that be? When when that transformation takes place, there's fire. There's so much fire in, in who they are and how they're showing up. And that, I just love that part of it. What do you think it is that leads to that fire? I mean, obviously, there's a transformational moment when someone does step into their story, when someone does take the risk of vulnerability for their visibility and all that. But do you think it's just that? Or do you think there's a specific moment when that confidence combines with passion and gives them that fire? You know, that's a great question. It's totally a great question. And I'm just... My book is called Fire Dancer, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of Passion and Purpose. And so... There's always been something to me that's attracted me to the fire of it, right? But I think you're absolutely correct when what is that pivotal point when they find the fire in their voice and they're they're really taking those courageous steps, those big bold steps into something bigger and because we can play small. We can we can go through all of the work of getting your brand right and getting you know how you want to serve and all you know you can do all those pieces along the way. But I I think you're absolutely correct. It's it's that when they take steps that feel really uncomfortable into this space of sharing stories that they never thought they might tell, when they start to get onto a stage that they, you know, sometimes people never thought they'd be on the stage or when they start telling, you know, a whole room full of people their story and, and there's this attraction to what they're delivering. I think they're tapping into something what I call the R factor. And the R factor ties to how we resonate energetically. It's about our mindset shifts really into this openness space. We embody how we show up how we, our stories, we embody our presence, our, you know, our feminine presence. We're connected to that purpose, that soul piece of who we are and how we're meant to matter. And we're stepping into community in bigger ways. So that's all the components of what our factor, you know, that, that as you lead into that. But I think when you find all of those pieces coming together, that's where you get the fire. And that's where, businesses really grow like crazy because you've stepped into a whole new level of who you are and how you're showing up. And that's the brightness of it all. That's beautiful. I had something I was going to say, but you kept talking and I just, I lost it because it it was just so enjoyable <laughs> listening to that little segment there. So thank you for that. Well, it's, that's my passion of it, right? So, I mean, it's like, that's that moment. And, and I don't know that I've ever thought of it, but what's that, you know, until you just asked me that question, but it's like that moment when we can step there, 
that pivotal place where the light just comes on in full brightness, that is the magic of it. It's interesting because I've been in a fair number of talks or, or you know, speaking situations on both sides, both in the audience and on stage. And there are times when I'm sitting in a chair listening to somebody speak and I'm, you know, half listening, half thinking about my grocery list for the next day. And then all of a sudden something clicks because the person I am supposed to be listening intently to, they suddenly hit that note. And and like you said, the R factor, like they suddenly resonate with something else that's inside me and and hopefully everybody else in the room as well. But then the connection is made and then my attention is completely wrapped. And I'll admit, I don't think I've ever actually done that for somebody while I've been on stage. I don't think I've gotten there yet. Oh, I bet you have. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, more practice obviously will help in that regard. But I do think I've hit it several times in wonderful stride here on this podcast. So obviously, I know it's possible. But hearing you talk about that just gave me those same chills. So I just wanted to share that. Mm, that's awesome. So when you think about it, because I'm just even curious, when you go to that space of being in a room and you feel that, you know, that moment where it switches for you, where did you feel it in your body? You know, it's, I think it's like when the hair on my arm raises. <laughs> so it's probably like tingles on the outside of my limbs, if I had to, right. to guess. And then I start paying more attention and then it moves more towards my center. But I've shared this before, so I'm not going to elaborate too much. But I am not musical in any way, shape, or form. I'm tone deaf. I have no rhythm. Everyone around me has always agreed this is not me trying to be humble. This is just fact. I'm with you. I have the same level of skill set. I love music, but I have the same level of skill set. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I tried really hard in school to be an excellent violist. It was not going to be a thing for me. But you know, there are times when I'm you know listening to music, whether it's live or not. And that same thing happens and I can feel that music inside me. And when it happens with music, it definitely starts more in my center and then moves outward. But when it happens in a talk or a speech, I think it's the opposite. Mm, that's interesting. That's really interesting. That's a, that's a great just awareness of that and to play with it. Yeah, something I never really thought about till just now when you asked that question. That's super cool. So when we're talking about the no like and trust factor, and for you, that's the no love and trust factor. What do you think is the most important thing that entrepreneurs should be focusing on right now? I think, well, there's two pieces to this. I, I think, and we've, we've touched on the first part of this, right? The, the community, you know, showing up for your community with your gifts and how you can make a difference for your community. How can you serve your community? What do they need? You know, ask the questions, be there for them. I think that's really core and important right now. And equally as important, I think taking care of you through this is equal or even more important right now because we can't show up and, and serve our communities if we're not taking care of ourselves. And so that means paying attention to, you know, what's going on in my body, in my mind, in my, you know, just how I feel and doing what it is that, you know, you need to do to take care of you. And if you can do that and take the breaks where you need to take the breaks, you know, Put the gas on where you where it's the right place, but really pay attention to where you are in any given day and take care of you, nurture you, then you can show up for your community and really make the difference that you're meant to make for your communities. Awesome. So if we're interested in finding out more about your community where we can find like-minded people and, and gain some of that support that you were talking about, where should we go? So I have a Facebook group called Extraordinary Women Connect. 
And that community is all about connecting great women to great women. It's about raising up your voice and your visibility and really stepping up your business. I've been doing a series the last two weeks, and there's one more week of it. It's called Own Your Genius, where I'm, I'm spotlighting my clients and just giving my clients an amazing opportunity to talk about how they're showing up in their communities and making a difference. And it, it really was fun because I was so inspired by what they were doing and how they were helping their, their people. And so I really wanted to spotlight them. And they're so inspirational and talking about how they're showing up, how they're serving, and then also how they are, you know, what's their hope for the world on the other side of all of this? And there's just so much great inspiration. It's a Extraordinary Women Connect on Facebook. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Cami. I really appreciate your time. And I love how we kind of went from deep to not so deep and then right back into the deep again. This was a great conversation. Oh, Brittany, thank you so much. I love your show. I've been listening to a lot of your episodes and I'm going to keep listening. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you again to Cami for that fantastic conversation. That leads right into a non-bro marketing thing I want to talk with you guys about. I am doing a webinar next week. It's called How to Attract Perfect for You Clients and Fill Your Programs with Ease Without Feeling Salesy. And that without feeling salesy part is key, you guys. You know I only put quality content out there. I would love to invite you to join this masterclass. I'm going to have a ton of information with it. And yes, I will be promoing a wonderful offer at the end. But even if that's not for you, the content in the masterclass is something you don't want to miss. Head on over to my website at brittanygardner.com forward slash masterclass to find more about this.